made in Montana. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. In a follow-up to a story we reported to you some months ago, Lewis and Clark County officials are continuing the move towards removing party identification from county elections. Currently, all the county's elected positions, including sheriff, coroner, county attorney, superintendent of schools, and county commissioners, are elected with party designations. All three county commissioners, two Republicans and one Democrat, say that partisan politics do not impact on their jobs. Under recently enacted House Bill 129, County governments can allow voters to decide by a simple majority whether to switch the county election system from partisan to nonpartisan or the other way. A similar bill in 2017 passed the House but was killed by Republicans in the state Senate. Republican County Commissioner Susan Goodgeese has long favored nonpartisan county elections. And Giese says there is a particular reason that's applicable to her to eliminate the party in the process. It would make it easier to replace commissioners who leave in the middle of a term. She should know, as we said, it took six months to put her on the commission after her predecessor, Derek Brown, resigned in November of 2012. The county Republican Party had to pick candidates to replace Brown, and the process left only Democrats, Andy Hunthausen, and then Commissioner Mike Murray, on the commission during the meantime. According to Giese, Commissioner Hunthausen and Murray, 95% of the commission's votes are three to nothing, so party does not enter into consideration. Mineral County officials will consult with an official from Community Counseling and Correctional Services, Incorporated, to help find solutions to keep the jail in Superior open. That jail closed in October of 2017 when three of its jailers quit. It reopened in March of 2018, but then closed again in January. County Attorney Eleanor Donahue says the Sheriff's Office currently sends inmates to jails in neighboring counties at the cost of $20,000 a month. And that does not include transportation costs and overtime for deputies. Community Counseling and Correctional Services, Inc., is a nonprofit organization that has created pre-release programs, addiction treatment centers, and other services for jails in Montana. An investigation into last year's Fergus County Sheriff's election has revealed that Sheriff Rick Vaughn campaigned while on duty, a violation of state law. The report into Sheriff Rick Vaughn was written by an investigator hired by the Montana Association of Counties. The report says Vaughn acknowledged seeking support from the Montana Highway Patrol and Lewistown Police and prosecutors while he was on duty. The Commissioner of Political Practices is Jeff Mangan. His office has not received a formal complaint about Vaughn. Senator John Tester fears that many family farms may not survive President Donald Trump's trade war with China. Two weeks ago, Trump raised tariffs on Chinese imports from 10 to 25 percent after trade talks fell apart. China has already retaliated by announcing plans to boost tariffs on nearly $60 billion worth of American goods, including Montana beef and grain. 
quote, we need access to those overseas markets. According to Tester, quote, these tariffs have caused commodity prices to fall across the board and have settled thousands of farms and ranches with uncertainty as we begin what looks like it will be a pretty good growing season. Quote, if these tariffs cause us to lose permanent access to our international markets, it could be in the nail in the coffin for family farms and rural communities. We must hold China accountable, but not at the expense of Montana agricultural producers. Tester sees progress on Trump's lifting of tariffs on Canadian and Mexican steel and aluminum, and last week, the administration announced a new bilateral trade deal on beef exports to Japan. But Tester says he doesn't see a long-term plan for dealing with China and says it could take years for ag markets and prices to recover. The tariffs are not just hurting farmers. A report from UBS Global suggests the trade war with China could cause all prices to rise on nearly everything, potentially leading to, quote, widespread store closures. That includes $40 billion in sales and 11,000 stores. A new report from CQ Roll Call says the Interior Department has allowed political appointees to determine which federal records are released to the public, creating delays that could violate open records laws and expose the department to legal action. The delays began about a year ago during the term of former Secretary Ryan Zinke. While Interior says the so-called awareness review process merely continues a practice informally exercised during the Obama administration, the department formalized the policy in May of 2018 without any public announcement and in February expanded it to records related to officials who have left the department, including former Secretary Ryan Zinke and his wife, Lolita. It also involves one of President Trump's businesses, a Washington, D.C. hotel. Last year, Interior created this review process in which all presidentially appointed, Senate-confirmed, non-career senior executive and or Schedule C employees would be notified of pending public records releases and allowed them to withhold them if they deemed them burdensome or vague. The department's former communications director reviewed responsive documents related to Lolita Zinke. The initial review of documents found some 96 pages responsive, but only 16 were ultimately released. Yesterday, at a Senate Appropriations Subcommittee hearing, Senator Patrick Leahy pressed the current Interior Secretary, David Bernhardt, about the department's handling of public record requests, after a bipartisan letter sent to him requesting that he reconsider and scrap the new review process. Bernard said he was considering whether to, quote, scrap it, proceed with it, or significantly modify it, but gave no timeline about a decision or about the release of other documents that have been requested under FOIA requests. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.